This is season two, episode eight of the Going to Be on the Food Pro series. And today we answer your questions. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show Pro Edition. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, a global coaching and online training approach focused on helping women make peace with food and their bodies so they can live a fulfilling life right now. This special podcast series is designed for the health pro wanting to integrate the non-diet approach in their practice. So if you're a nutritionist, a health coach, a dietitian, a doctor, a therapist, or a fitness pro, this special podcast series is specially designed for you. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, my dear sister colleague. This is going to be a fun episode. I have challenged myself to answer 25 questions in less than one minute each. (laughs) For anybody who knows me, this is like mission impossible. I like to talk. That's why I have a podcast. Talking is my gift. Writing, not so much. For those who follow me on social media, like I'm the queen of typo and grammar issue, but talking now, give me a microphone and I can talk forever. So this is going to be a real challenge for me. You guys are ready for this? This is a question that you have submitted. So once a year, we do a survey for all of our professional in our community. And then uh, the last question of the survey is you submitting your question. So this is the question you have submitted. So I'm going to read the question, fire off very quickly my answer, and then we're going to meet at the end of this. So let me start my timer. Ready? Let's do this. You keep referring to pros in all of your marketing. I'm a health coach, not a pro. Is it for me? Hell yes, it's for you. You are a professional. You are in a position of leadership. Therefore, you are a professional. You have a duty to those following you to act and be a professional. So you're part of my community, sister. Question two. How do I make money as a non-diet coach? How do I create a stable income so I have no doubt in my income? Create a program that will help people. Coaching 101 on long-term program of three to four months minimum will be the key for you. Enroll people, market your program, enroll people, market your program. This is how you're going to create revenue and stability in your business. Question three, how do I convince my client this, the non-diet approach, is the right approach? Well, I have a surprise for you. You don't. There's no convincing. This is diet culture's word. We don't convince people. We educate. You respect your future client by educating them and letting them make a decision. You may want to get yourself familiar with the six stages of transterical transformation. People in stage one, pre-contemplation, are not your people. This is where you need to convince. You need to skip over those people and get right into contemplation and preparation. Question four, I can't launch my business until I'm perfect with intuitive eating and body image. That's diet culture thought. There's no such thing as perfection. You only need to be 
a few step ahead of your future client. I'm few steps ahead of a starting professional, right? Each one of us is at different stage and can lead people that are behind them a few step. That's it. How do I reassure my client that it's okay not to diet? You don't need to go too far. Their own journey. Draft a dieting timeline in their whole history with dieting and show them <laughs> how it didn't work for them. That's what we teach to do in our first intake with our clients. Question six, how do I figure my ideal client and how do I speak to them? Usually your ideal client is very close to you or to something in your life. And usually your ideal client is your own lived experience. Once you figure that out, speaking to them won't be an issue. Question seven, simple marketing process. Please give me one. Okay, ready? Simple. Show up, educate, offer, and show up again. Educate, offer, show up, educate, offer, show up, educate, offer, show up, educate, offer. I could wrap this and that would be as simple as that. Question eight, how do you answer body image question? Well, you haven't done your work. That's why you're struggling with answering body image question. It's very simple. When I, when I hear professional ask me that, it's because they haven't done their own work. And that's why you don't know the answer. It's normal. It's okay. Let's get you over your own body image issue. And then you will be a top-notch expert to answer other people's question. Question nine. Because of COVID, people aren't willing to buy anything. Should I wait to launch my business? Hell no. There's no waiting. This tells me that there is a, a mindset gap for you. 100% you can be successful during COVID. I am successful and I'm in a circle of women that are successful. My business is up 118% at the end of 2020, so far this year. It's totally feasible. Surround yourself with people that have that kind of mindset of possibility. What is the scope of practice? Well, the only scope of practice in what I teach is not to work with patients that have been diagnosed with eating disorder. My approach to going to beyond the food method is designed for the average woman who has not been diagnosed with an eating disorder that is a chronic dieter. Eating disorder patients should be treated by professionally trained individual in the field of eating disorder. If you stick with that and you have a list of referral for people that have been diagnosed with eating disorder, then you're good to go. Question 11. I've never been on a diet, but I eat a whole food and organic food and I make healthy choices normally. Can I teach intuitive eating? You're not going to like my answer. You're into diet culture. I know, right? Just the words you've used tell me that you are in that healthism spectrum of diet culture where you think it's not dieting, but you actually are dieting. You are restricting food. You are using the lingo of diet culture, whole food. 
What is a food that is not whole? <laughs> what is a food that is not healthy? You're labeling food. You're using lingo of diet culture. So sister, here's what you need to do. You need to put yourself through the process of intuitive eating with a professional like me or other of my colleague, so you can truly know what intuitive eating is. That's why intuitive eating is thought from a felt experience, a lived experience, and not intellectual, because we have to do our own work ourselves. Next question, how do I find a scientific way to promote intuitive eating? So my website is filled with science around intuitive eating. The intuitiveeating.org website is filled with over a hundred study on intuitive eating. But here's my question. Why do you want a quote, scientific way to promote intuitive eating? That's a dangerous path to go into because you are then not using people's emotion and you're keeping them stuck in their head, just like diet culture did by filling them up with facts and science instead of experience. Okay, next question. How do I incorporate nutrition science in intuitive eating? Well, that won't come until the end process, which is principle number 10, gentle nutrition. But I'm more concerned again, just like the prior question, and it's likely coming from the same place. Why do you want to incorporate nutrition science inside of intuitive eating? Nutrition science is part of the reason why we need intuitive eating, because we are a hell of a lot more focused on science and actually feeling our hunger, fullness, and satisfaction. And part of intuitive eating is about repairing our relationship to food that was screwed up in the first place by nutrition science. And by wanting and desiring to talk about nutrition science, it likely tells me you haven't learn or been educated to the proper way of doing intuitive eating, or as a professional, the proper way of delivering intuitive eating and the intention of the work, which is repair of relationship to food. So again, my suggestion would be like the prior person, go to a professional that is a certified intuitive eating counselor and be a student learn from them what is the intention and the purpose of intuitive eating. And then you'll be able to answer that question yourself. And you will see that the nutrition science isn't necessary. Next question, question 14. Outline a one-on-one session with a client. Well, I can't. <laughs> the reason why I can't is because that is what coaching is about, is individualizing all of our services to our client. What we should have is a flow of our session and the objective of our session, and then going into the session, holding the objective, and then letting our client lead the session. The way that we teach to work with client is in a model of empowerment, meaning that the client leads the session. We teach our clients from the get-go the self-coaching model, the way that we master our own mindset, and then we use that in the context of our session, and we let the client come to the session with their question and with their challenge. What that does is that 
creates a space of empowerment and responsabilization for our client. They're doing their work and we are supporting them. Next question. How do you present a problem to a client without being insensitive? Well, you don't. I know you guys are frustrated with me, right? You're like, why can she not just answer straight? Well, it's because I could give you like the bro marketing, diet culture bullshit answer, but that's not the way we do things in the done diet approach. So yeah, it's not going to be what you want to hear because I'm not a professional yet in that field. So that's what I'm here to give you, like the facts and the truth. So back to the question, how do you present a problem to a client without being insensitive? You don't. Your clients, you have to teach them the tools for them to figure out where their challenge is. It's never a problem. Never. Our clients are not wrong. They're not broken. They don't have problem. The construct of diet culture created challenges within them, right? And they know what those challenges are. They will figure it out. They will come to you with a question, with a concern, and you will spin it around as a great professional coach and get them to find the answer for themselves. If you give them the answer, they'll never learn anything, right? So your job as a coach is to guide them to find the answer within them. They have the power within themselves. We all have a power to heal ourselves. Diet culture has taught us that we need somebody external to tell us what our problem is. That's not the type of coaching that we do in a non-diet approach. What we do in a non-diet approach is empowerment. We show our client the power, the beauty, the magnificence they have within them. We go and get them to tap within their own inner resources so they can become independent people in the future and never again fall victim for diet culture. So hope that answered that question. I went in a bit of a rant here. <laughs> Question 16. I am afraid they, my clients, are going to thinking it's all in their head. Well, it is. It's all in our head. So that tells me that the person asking the question doesn't understand where the problem comes from, right? So there's many episodes on my regular feed of the podcast and then the pro, the pro you can go to season one, episode three, it's called Diet Culture and Feminism. You have to go and listen to this episode because it's all in our head. That's how patriarchy and diet culture is so powerful is because literally our brain has been reprogrammed from likely the tender age of four, five, six years old by patriarchy and diet culture to like, us being a problem, right? And we have rebuilt a way of thinking, a way of seeing the world that is not in alignment to our true power as women. So yeah, it's all in our head, but that's beautiful because that means we can change it. Like I'm snapping my finger like this. Once we get it's all in our head, we are in control of what goes on in our head. We just have to learn a way of changing the beliefs that we have in our head. And then boom, our thoughts are going to change. Our emotions are going to change and our action will change. So it's a beautiful gift, actually. Question 17. How much free stuff do I need to give? We don't give free stuff. We educate. 
There's no free stuff or just free stuff. We educate people. We build a funnel that will lead your client to trust you, to see you as a credible expert and to want to work with you. Big difference. Question 18. How do I use my communication to get more client? Kind of a tricky question because I'm not too sure what we mean by communication, but I'm going to answer it this way. I am assuming you're talking about like your email marketing or perhaps your social media or even your text marketing, whatever you do in your business. Well, have a really, 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 really clear idea of your ideal client and speak to them. Speak to their fears, speak to their hopes, speak to their dreams, speak to their daily struggle. That's how you communicate. And it's not about getting more clients. It's about you educating them, leading them to trust themselves, to trust you, to position you as a credible expert so they can see you as the source of solution for their problem. Quality versus quantity marketing. That's all the question was. (laughs) So all the way quality, 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 quality. Quantity marketing is what we've called many times here, bro marketing, and we don't do that. Question 20, how do I get myself out there? So again, I'm going to coach this in the way that I feel this. I think it's a mindset thing, right? There's so many ways for us to get out there that are totally free today. Like just think social media, YouTube, video, podcast, like this is all free for you to get yourself out there. The problem is not the how to get out there. It's the mindset, your own thoughts that are holding you back from opening an Instagram account, turning on the camera and just talking to people. So I would work on my mindset. That's how I would get myself out there and working on on unhearthing all the thoughts that are making you feel doubtful, fear, that are preventing you from feeling confident and showing up and then reprogramming, changing these thoughts. You can listen to the last podcast, season two, episode seven, that will help you. 21, how do I get my client to see value In me as a coach, see value in yourself. That's why people don't see value in you. And I will say they probably see value in you, but you don't see that they see value in you because you're so doubtful and not confident in yourself. So spend time seeing value in you, in your coaching skill, in your practice, in your business, in all that you do. Question 22, COVID is making things really challenging. There's nothing I can do. Nope. So I kind of answered that in the prior question, but this is a big mindset issue. You perhaps want to read a book called Growth Mindset versus Fix Mindset by Carol Dweck. Now, this book is a general mindset Uh, It's a research, qualitative research over the last 20 years on mindset. It's not for the non-diet world. It's just a general mindset book. Uh, Because for all the people who see COVID as a obstacle for their business is because people have a fixed mindset. So you need to develop a growth mindset, a possibility mindset. 23. I have a tendency to make things complicated. How do I resist? This is such a good question. 
We create things to be complicated when we lack confidence in ourselves. So how do you resist that? You create a confident mindset. So you manage your mind. So my student will like, will be like, she says that all the time. <laughs> yes, I do. Got to manage your mind. And the best way to resist that, to manage your mind, is learning a mindset technique like self-coaching. I'm telling you guys, it's going to change your life. And that's not a false claim. <laughs> Question 24. I'm on social media and nothing is happening. Why? Hmm. Nothing is happening. What does that mean to you? What is your evidence that nothing is happening? Typically, that's because we are focused on other people's approval. We are focused on the number of likes, the number of share, uh, the number of comments we left, the number of followers. We have all external points of reference. How do you feel when you're on social media? Can we make that an evidence that is the right thing for you? And the more that you feel confidence in showing up in social media, the more people will feel that and the more they'll be attracted to you. Look at your message. Look at your ideal client, the depth to which you know your ideal client. Look at your funnel. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to say this, and I know many other online teachers tell you the opposite, but just being on Instagram is not going to create clients. Like you need to have a business, you need to have a website, you need to have a program, you need to have a brand. Like people are not going to give us thousands of dollars to work with us when all we have is an Instagram account. Like, would you do that? Would you work with me if all I have was an Instagram account? No, that's not a business. That's why here in my world, we teach you the proper way of doing a business. We're building all the infrastructure for your business so your client trusts you, they find you credible, they get to know you, they get to trust you, to educate them, they find you credible, and at the end process, they will want to work with you. And the last question, and it's such a good one. If a client doesn't reach their goals, what does this mean about me as a coach? It means nothing. Mm, yeah. We all create the result in our life. We create the result of us getting out of diet culture, finding intuitive eating, doing our body image work, doing our mindset work. We create the result of wanting to create a business, of finding a leader to help us create a business. We created all of that for ourselves. The reason why you're listening to this podcast is because you create the result in your life. It's no different for your clients. They create the result in their life. You have your program, you studied as a professional, you know that it works, it's supported by evidence, you're putting them through your program that is recognized to work, and they don't get the result that they want, it's them. The onus is on them. Your client creates the result in their life the same way you create your result in their life. The question leads me to believe that the person asking the question does not understand how people create results in their life. So I would do some work in learning that for myself as a coach and really reprogramming that in my mind so I show up 
in a relationship with a client knowing that it's their responsibility to have the result that they desire. Now, this is all assuming that the result they're expecting is actually what you can deliver for them, right? So I'll give you an example of that. When I do interview for the non-diet mentorship program, guess what we spend doing the first five minutes of the interview? We talk about the client's goal. I'm getting them to tell me what they expect from working with me. And then I say, yep, I can deliver that. No, I can't deliver that. Yes, I can deliver that. No, I can't deliver that. Therefore, if they continue to work with me and they say, yep, I want to work with you, they're clear 100% what result I can teach them and guide them through. So perhaps clarity at the beginning of the relationship would be amazing. And this is it, guys. I did it. Answer 25 questions in less than 25 minutes. This is amazing. Now, this brings us to the end of this podcast, and it's actually the end of season two of the Going to Be on the Food Pro series. It was a pleasure to be with you. We've received so much great feedback from the podcast, and I can't wait to hear the feedback from this episode. Be sure to leave us a review, and we will be back in the spring of 2021 for season three. In the meantime, there is a ton of resources on our website to help you as a professional. You can go to our website, tab the professional um, tab, and go down to resources. We've got pre-recorded webinar. We've got the links to all of our 16 professional episodes. And then you can register yourself for the waitlist for the next cohort of the Non-Diet Mentorship Program, which will start in July of 2021. Sisters, I love you, and I'll see you in six months. Bye.